What's up, people? Welcome back to the Blackie Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book news and sometimes anime news from the past week on the big and small screen. I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 81. And before we dive in, go ahead and hit the like button or the five star buttons. I probably forget which one. Hit the five stars on whatever audio or podcast app you're listening to this on. Helps me in the algorithm, helps us get new listeners in a great way to support the show. Also, if you like to financially support the show, you can always uh, donate to us at uh, dollar sign Blackie Cool on the Cash App, or you could check out our Patreon and become a patron on there. That's always a great way. Or you could just share it. Sharing it is a great way to support us over here um, and letting everybody you know. Listen to the podcast. Tell them to listen. Everybody you know, tell them to listen. That's also a great way. So, I got some news for not only the podcast, but also the YouTube channel. I am planning on trying to do uh, two videos a week. So, technically, this is count as one. So, the podcast, and then I'm thinking Friday I'll put out a review of a show or a movie. I'm going to try to do that. Um... That's my goal for this year. Try to put out two pieces of content every week. So that date might change. Wednesday will probably always be the podcast, but other days might change. But I'm going to try to do that. So that's the goal. So if I mess up, hit me up. Let me know, hey, you messed up. Where the other piece? And I'll that'll help me get back on topic. Get back on doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So also, today's podcast is going to be a little, a little different. Um Hollywood's kind of short on news right now. It's the holiday season in between, so they really kind of shut down into the beginning of New Year and start ramping back up. So on this podcast, I'm going to tell you about the little bit of news we do have to talk about, and then I'm going to review the new Mutants movie. I finally watched it, so I'm going to give you my review on that, talk about that at the end of the podcast. So this one's going to be a little different, so interesting. Let me know if you like it this way. We might change formats or if you like it the other way. So it's all about how you guys like it. And honestly, see if I like it because then that will make it a little harder on me maybe. I don't know. Let's see. But without further ado, let's get into this news. So let's dive into the news, guys. First up, Sonic 2 is happening and rumors are reporting that Knuckles will be in Sonic 2. Um, Sonic 2 did very well. Uh, after the whole backlash of Sonic's design, they went back, redesigned them, came back with a better design. Which I I want to say they did that on purpose to create buzz for the movie. But I don't know if they were that smart to do that. Um, I think this all happened by coincidence and they just kind of wrote it. And it worked out for them in the long run because, I mean, it did delay their movie. But they did get a great turnout in the movie. Even when it was so close to the pandemic, the beginning of the pandemic, they still got a nice turnout. And Sonic grossed a nice little money, which would gave it the ability to have a sequel now. Um, I know some people were talking about getting The Rock played Knuckles. I'm all bored. I'm all for that. I mean, it, it's... It it's definitely a good idea. I'm not gonna lie to you, um, but yeah, that is the next step with Sonic. You definitely should introduce Knuckles, but you're also gonna be introducing Tails too. So don't because don't forget at the end of the Sonic movie spoilers if you didn't see it, they introduced Tails slightly. So he definitely has to be in Sonic too, and we definitely have to kind of get his story. So you're trying to pump in two origin stories in there. Um, you can do a quick origin story for Tails, but you got to go a little more in depth if you're going to do Knuckles as well. But I'm all for it. Definitely sounds like a good idea. Definitely something I would like to see. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think the Sonic movie was that bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought it was going to be horrible. Like um, Mario Brothers horrible. But it wasn't that bad. It was actually funny. I would have changed a couple things, but all in all, it worked. Sonic's voice was okay. 
I still mad there's not Jalil White didn't do it, but it's okay. It works. Uh, definitely, you got to give Jalil White a cameo on the next one if you do something. He's got to be in there somewhere. That would be great. But yeah, thought it was okay movie, so I can understand making a sequel, especially since it did so well. Um, let me know how you feel about it. If you're excited for the sequel, do you want Knuckles? And who else from the Sonic universe would you like to see in it? Up next, so Dune might not be going to HBO Max. Uh, like most of you have heard, HBO Max, RK, aka Warner Media, said all the movies that they're putting out this year will go on HBO Max at the same time for no extra charge. A lot of people that produced, directed, and acted in those movies did not know about this and were surprised, just like we were when the stories dropped. Um, and a lot of them are very mad, and they're going after Warner Media, saying like, "Hey, we produced this. You don't have the right to do this." And actors are like, "You're taking money in my pocket." A lot of stuff. So some of them are bringing lawsuits against them and some of them are petitioning to hold back the movie. Dune is one of those that's getting held back since it's already so close to 2020 with its new release date. They kind of decided to just push it back to 2020, 2022, I should say. I don't even know if I said that right the first time, <laughs> but they're deciding to push it back. So Dune is seemingly going to only have a theater release as of right now, but that's probably something to change. Something might happen. Uh, Warner Media did give themselves a little leeway. They did say when they announced all these movies are going to HBO Max same time as a theater release, they did say all these things are subject to change. So technically... They weren't lying. <laughs> it's a little bit of finagling to get around things, but we were really excited. I know I was super excited when I found out they were going to HBO Max because I wasn't going to the movie theaters. It's Corona out there, man. Even with the vaccine, still Corona. People are stupid. Let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> so now we have to see what will still go to HBO Max and what will get put only in theaters. Um, we have another movie. Might as well talk about it now. Uh, uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Uh, uh, Legendary Pictures actually are kind of suing Warner Media for $2,500 million. They're saying, hey, if you give us this, we'll let you put it on HBO Max. Because that's how much money they were offered from Netflix to put it on Netflix. So... Not sure how that's going to turn out. And if it turns out in Legendary's favor, I can see a lot of other companies trying to do the same. Or even actors trying to do something similar and put pressure on Warner Media. I mean, it's a pandemic, so we're trying. I can see them trying to put out movies and boost their portfolio any way they can. Being that they're not getting a lot of movie tickets, maybe they'll get new subscribers. I get that. You you just launch a new subscription service and you need subscribers. And what's the best way to offer something that nobody else is offering? Makes sense. But you should have dotted your T's and crossed your lines first before you did it. Just to be all up and just be all on board with it. And y'all would have had a smoother rollout than just surprising most of your producers and actors with these news that... Hey, you know those things that you thought were movies going to theaters? Well, they are, but they're also going to a streaming service, which kind of downgrades them. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a weird thing because TV has gotten so good lately. Some TV is way better than movies, but it also helps that they have longer time to tell a story with, give you time to build with these characters, grow with those characters, but the movie experience is unmatchable being in a theater with 20 30 other people experiencing something it is an amazing thing to happen and something i would like to get back to and eventually i'm not in a rush because i want everything to be safe but yes i would love to get back to that theater experience it's a beautiful thing but i'm also okay watching 
stuff on my TV at home, <laughs> to be honest with you. But uh, I, I, just, I don't want to get Corona, just to be honest. But yeah, it's not easily matched. So um, when movies go away, theaters go away, they might get restructured, but I don't think they're going away. Yes, they're going to take a hit for a minute, but I don't think they're going away. Uh, things are changing slightly, but I think um, once what we consider normal to go back to, things will kind of readjust. Some things will totally disappear that we've de- dealing with right now. Some things might get added on, like the uh, smaller window for releases might be something that stays. So only time will tell. But we also will see what happens with uh, Warner Media and these HBO Max releases if they actually do happen throughout this year. Um, I'm definitely going to be interested to see. In other news, Cobra Kai Season 3 has dropped. It's on Netflix. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not even watched Season 1. I think I watched four episodes of the Season 1. And then I just fell off of it. It just didn't grab me. But I'm hearing it's amazing. So maybe I need to check it out again. Because apparently everybody say it's the bee's knees. Yes, I said bee's knees. (laughs) But it is on Netflix. So maybe one of these days I'll binge the first season. And see if it interests me. And continue on. Not going to lie to you. If it's not good, I'm going to let it go. Like I loved The Karate Kid when I was little. It was one of my favorite movies. Watch it all the time. Watch all the sequels. Even watch the one with uh, Jaden Smith. I thought that was okay. It was okay. A little weird at times, but okay. Um, I'm a fan. Uh, like I said, it just didn't grab me the first time I watched the first four episodes of the first season. I got the concept of it. It just didn't rock my world. Um, maybe they needed still more time to get under their feet under them in that show at that time. So maybe it's worth to go back. I'll see. Hopefully it's going to be hard because we're having a lot of stuff coming out in the next like two months. So it's going to be hard to go back to old stuff to watch it and catch back up. But we'll see. Um, but if you're a fan, it's on Netflix. So go check it out. In other words, apparently there's a Ready Player Two in the works. They're making another movie because I know there's another book. I've not got around to reading the first book, so I probably won't get around to reading the second book. I'm just being honest with you. Uh, but it is, I like the movie. The movie is pretty good. It's a lot of stuff going on, very chaotic. Uh, it's very cool the way they have all these different brands, movie tie-ins in one movie. Crazy. If you didn't see the movie, go see it. It's actually on HBO Max right now. Uh, small plug for HBO Max. Come on, hit me on the payroll. I don't need a whole bunch. Just give me free subscription and a couple ducks a week. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. It's really a decent movie. I liked it. I had fun with it. I'm actually going to watch it again because I thought about it. Uh, like a week ago, I was like, wow, that was a funny movie. I want to watch that again. And I couldn't find it. Then I finally found it on HBO Max. So now I know where I can go watch it. But yeah, they're making a sequel. Interesting. I no idea if Steven Spielberg's coming back on to direct. Uh, pretty sure he was heavily involved in the first one. Not sure if he's coming back. Um, cause I don't think he liked the way it turned out maybe or something like that. I heard something about that, but what do you know so if you're interested in it let you know that it is coming they're working on it no time date or anything so keep looking out for that so the next piece of news we got is Corella, uh disney's Corella deville movie just called Corella. uh just got a release date it's actually coming may 28th 2021 they didn't say anything about it going to Disney Plus. They said a theater release. So uh, they feel people will be going to the movies there. Disney, you know something I don't know? Uh, let me know. Hit me up. Uh, but yeah, so we have to sit and wait and see what happens with this release date. Um, like I said, it's it's weird when studios put a release date on stuff right now, um, especially 
we still kind of up in the air with the corona. We don't know when things will get back to normal and people feel comfortable going back to movies. But movies are open, so I know there's a lot of people out there that want to go to movies. I'm one of them, but I'm not going until I feel safe. It's just 100% where it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, so if it's coming out May, we probably should get a trailer. Maybe should get a trailer this month, probably. Maybe. Yeah, we definitely should get a trailer this month. So, be on the lookout for that. Oh, they probably put it on... They don't have commercials on Disney+. Plus Because they do do a trailer. I think it would be the best time to do it during this WandaVision um, show that's coming out in on the 15th. Um, reminder. Uh, but they don't have... Disney Plus doesn't have commercials, so that wouldn't work there. But they'll probably put it on the interface or something like that. So definitely probably see a trailer this month, if not next month. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Or probably in March. Yeah. They might be holding it close to the vest just in case they have to change uh, the release date. So probably, probably in March be a smarter move um i i forgot who's in it oh gosh it's the lala star lala land star who won i'm blanking on her name right now she's a good actor too i like her but i'm blanking on her name just totally blanking on her name wow well yeah that's coming so look forward to that In other news, Attack on Titan Season 4 has started. It's already here. But if you're like me, you only listen to dub. You only watch stuff in dub. Mind you, I did watch the first season of Attack on Titan on sub. But there's too much stuff going on for me to be trying to read and watch. So I'm waiting for the dub. Word is, the dub is coming this month on the 10th. I don't know if they're going to release it like episode at a time once a week or if they're just going to release all the dub versions of the episodes that are all out so far it didn't say in the um report but said it was coming on the 10th super excited for that definitely will be getting into that i would love to see the how the story ends been following it i've been into it Super excited. So, for those anime fans looking to watch Attack on Titan on dub, it's coming. Hopefully on the 10th. And definitely be watching it. So, look out for that. Super excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited. Because uh, people have been telling me it's pretty decent. But I'm like, don't tell me anything is happening. I got to wait. So, 10th. Definitely be watching it. Probably to tell you about the uh, first episode when I watch it on this podcast. So, Definitely stay tuned for that. In other news, Warner Brothers is fast-tracking Wonder Woman 3. Yes, they've already come out and said there's a Wonder Woman 3. We're making a Wonder Woman 3. Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are coming back. I know Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are busy. So Wonder Woman 3 might not be coming until like 2023 or 2024. They both are have a movie they both are filming and then patty jenkins also will be working on a star Trek star sorry that was terrible star wars movie yes uh, go ahead i messed up you, you, it's okay hit me i messed up uh yeah star wars movie uh rogue squadron um but those things might change after how people felt about wonder woman 1984 so those are probably subject to change. I don't know if Disney still wants her to work on it, even though they're already on contract. But they probably be throwing a lot of people on there to make sure they get the movie they want. And it's not uh, a disappointment as most people feel Wonder Woman 1984 is. I will be doing a review of that probably coming this Friday. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk a lot about that. Um, but yeah, they're fast-tracking. They're already like, yeah, we're doing it. These people are coming back. I don't know if it's a, a gimmick to get people to go watch Wonder Woman 1984. So they know, like, okay, we've seen both movies already. But they did say, like, 
Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are coming back to finish their trilogy. So, given that statement, this is supposed to be the last Wonder Woman movie um, in this universe, per se. Which is very interesting, because we had other reports that this universe, a.k.a. the Snyder universe, technically, because he kind of made the Justice League to an extent... Uh, so kind of his stuff is not continuing or is it on, uh, they, they actually say like earth one and earth two They're Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get to that with Walter Hamada a little later, but this justice league and wonder woman, this one we know so far aren't supposed to be continuing. So that makes it very interesting. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, in other news, uh, Demon Slayer has passed Spirit Away at the Japanese box office. Touche to them. Outgrossing, I believe. Taking that spot. Showing that you know anime does have a place in Hollywood. So Hollywood get on board, which they kind of are because they were doing a lot more adaptations. They just hopefully they start doing better ones <laughs> and kind of understand the stories that are being told and tell them better, so we can digest them better and you know they can do better and make the money they should be making. Because we see when it's done correctly. They're successful when they're done half-ass. They're terrible and people mock them. So <laughs> get it together. Get people that know this story and know these stories and let them be honest. Like like Marvel did. They got Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige knows those comics. He's a fan of those first. So when he's adapting them, he's adapting them from a fan's perspective, not from a business perspective and trying to put this and this and in. So the same thing DC might need to do. Get a fan to oversee everything. Um, I know you guys are very creator-focused, but it's not working. It's very hit or miss. And most of the time, it's missed. So, might need to change up the strategy. I'm not saying copy what Marvel do, but be more faithful to what you are actually... Like, your actual... um, What's it? uh, The actual comics. And tell better stories. Focus on those characters. Learn those characters so you can manipulate those characters better. Basically what I'm trying to say. In other news, Jason Gordon-Levitt has been rumored to have been at the Marvel Studios. And might be up for a role in the MCU. Um, Which role he can play, I don't know. I know... Some people were talking about Moon Knight, even though we thought Oscar Isaacs had already signed on for Moon Knight. But maybe he's playing a character in that series. Very much could be. Um, Especially now that the MCU is supposed to be connecting their streaming shows with their movies. So you can move back and forth to each other. It definitely makes it more appealing for actors to be in a streaming show. Knowing there's a possibility to become... On the movies as well. Um, Just Gerald Levitt is a great actor. I like him in a lot of stuff. Really liked him in Looper. Uh, liked him in um, Lookout. Definitely go check out Lookout. It's really a good movie. Um, I'm very curious to see which character he would play in the MCU. Um, yeah, I think that is an awesome choice. As of right now, it's still a rumor, so shouldn't get your hopes too high. But um, we'll see what happens with it, most likely, next month or so. In other news, I watched this show on Netflix called Alice in Borderland. I only watched one episode, just to be clear. Um, I believe it's a Japanese show, but they brought it here dubbed. Um, the premise is, these guys get put into an alternate Tokyo and to survive, they have to play a game. It's very, um, uh, it's like a survival game horror type thing. Uh, I know there's an anime about it, 
but I didn't watch it, like Paradise something. I didn't watch it. Uh, but I watched the first episode of this. It was not bad. It's actually interesting. Made me want to keep watching. So I might keep watching it. Uh, it's on Netflix if you want to go check it out. Just thought I'd mention that. I'm still watching. Oh, I just blinked on the anime's name. Uh, I I blinked on the name. Oh, what is that anime? Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> I know you guys hate when I do this, but if I don't find it now, it's going to uh, Jujutsu Kinzen. Uh, I think, is it a new episode out yet? My guy just texted me about it too. Stefan, I see it. Uh, <laughs> he just asked me, is there a new episode out? <laughs> While I'm talking about this, you can't make this up. It's crazy. But yeah, oh, and I still got to watch that. Uh, but, uh, I watched episode five or six. It's, it's still okay. It's still good. Um, I'm waiting for it to get a little deeper into the plot somewhat. Um, it feels still surface level. I still want to know the dude with the um, um, thing over his eyes, his powers. Of course, I don't know anybody's name yet because it's hard to remember people's names. I'm terrible with names. You know I'm terrible with names, guys. Uh, but I I still like it. Still trying to watch it. I just want something cool to happen uh, to really catch me. And there is an episode 7, so I'm going to download that right now. I think I watched After Rain. Yeah, I think I watched that one. So I'm um, downloading episode 7. Oh, yeah, episode 7. It leads off. Episode 6 leads off with him about to fight one of these dudes. And it looks amazing. So, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I know what I'm doing after this podcast. Uh <laughs> But yeah, definitely want to check that out. Go check that out. It's really good. Um, it's a, so HBO Max dubbed if you are like me and only watch stuff dubbed. It's on HBO Max dubbed. So go check that out. Another plug for HBO Max. They need to give me the bag. Um, but yeah, in other news, I just went off attention. In other news, so there's been more stuff about Ray Fisher he has come out and said that he is not going to work for Walter Hamada. I don't know what my man's doing. I mean, they did the whole investigation. It was it was weird how they did it. I don't know if they found something or they're just trying to save people. You know, I mean, those are your people. They're trying to save them. Um, but... They weren't like, hey, we're going to fire this guy. We're going to fire this guy because we found out they were doing this and doing that. And he says, Walter Hamida, uh, Walter Hamid, I'm, I'm not going to pronounce his name. Once I mess up pronouncing your name once, I mess it up forever. So we're just going to call it Walter. That he kind of was a part of it or kind of turned the other cheek to us and let them do what they wanted. So he doesn't feel comfortable with working with him. Um, so pretty much we can say we're not going to see Ray Fisher as Cyborg anytime soon. He might still be in the Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. But beyond that, I don't think he's going to be in any other movies. Which is unfortunate because I liked his portrayal of Cyborg. He was one of the good things in that movie that I liked. Um, my man's just kind of... This kind of career suicide, like to an extent, it makes it very difficult for people to want to work with you because they're going to label you as a troublemaker and difficult, which also being a black man, it makes it even twice as hard, which sucks. Um, because I liked him as Cyborg, I thought he did a good job, I liked his acting, he made it intriguing, he brought me into that character. Um, I hope things work out where he can put this past him and still get work, but. This might be the mountain he dies on, unfortunately. And we're not going to see much change in the industry because of it, which sucks. Like, if you if he could have did something where it really showed change in the industry and him not being able to continue his career, he could at least have that. Right now, all he has is being able to say he stood his ground, which is great. 
But at the end of the day, you can stand your ground and still make your money. You might have messed up one of those. So uh, he he picked one, and hopefully he's satisfied with it. Sucks that we might not get to see him other stuff because he might be an amazing actor and just didn't get the time to spread his wings and show us. So that sucks. But yeah, he said he's not working for him. <laughs> but on other words of Walter, he came out and said that DC is about to move forward with this new plan after in the start of 2022 where they plan to put out four theater release movies and two HBO Max special movies. Uh, this is for the DC brand itself. Not Warner Media's movies. This is just DC itself. So they plan on putting four DC movies out. On top of two more DC movies on the HBO Max streaming service. So six movies out a year. Um, they have the characters to do that. They have the universe to be able to do that. Should they do that is the bigger question. You guys haven't had a positive string of movies yet. Um, let's work on that first. Um, this is very ambitious. Uh, it's very... It feels like you're you're living in a bubble. You're not paying attention to how... The people that consume your content feel about your content. You're just like, well, we're just going to keep pumping out stuff. You might need to pump your brakes and pay attention to what you're pumping out. Because you only can pump out garbage so long before people are like, look, I'm not going to mess with you no more. And after Wonder Woman 1984, that might also happen. Uh... It's it's ah it's it's gonna be interesting if they can do that itself and make it successful. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a real quest. But then he also came out and said that um, Static Shock and Batgirl are problem problematic, so they're going to the HBO Max. Which is very, very, very irritating to hear. Because Static Shock is not problematic. If you do Static Shock correctly, to be honest, if you do all your stuff correctly, you should be in billion dollars. Like, you just, you guys haven't been doing your characters correctly. You had Superman and Batman on the screen for the first time, and that movie did not make a billion dollars. You did something wrong there. The two iconic superheroes in the world, known throughout the world, on screen, live action, same time, and you did not make a billion dollars? You messed that up. That ain't got nothing to do with problematic or anything. That's you. Y'all company messed that up. So to tell me that Static Shock is problematic... And Batgirl is problematic. Why is it problematic? Because as I'm seeing it, is it because Static Shock's black he's problematic? Or is it because Batgirl's a woman that she's problematic? Why are those two characters problematic? And you did Shazam, a character not many people know about. Not many people know about it, but that wasn't problematic. But then again, you didn't have HBO Max at this time. But still, to come out and say that, really, uh, y'all need to do PR guy as well. Because y'all need somebody to be over there to tell y'all, like, don't say no stupid stuff like that. (laughs) Come on, like, I'm waiting for y'all to do a Static Shock movie. Millions are waiting for you to do a Static Shock movie. You can't tell me the problem back when they just did a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. And it's the best Spider-Man movie that's ever been made. Yes, I said it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Best Spider-Man movie ever made. It's my number one Spider-Man movie. And y'all know this because I've talked about it on multiple occasions. Can't tell me Static Shock would be problematic. 
only thing that's problematic is if you do some idiotic stuff with it. Just like it sounds like you guys are about to do some idiotic stuff with Batgirl. Rumor is they're taking Batman Beyond and giving it to Batgirl. So it's going to be Batgirl Beyond where Michael Keaton's Batman will be Bruce Wayne. And he will be teaching Barbara how to be Batman or Batgirl per se. And also taking over her kind of Oracle character as well. So not only are you going to take Terry McGinnis away from us actually seeing him in live action, you're also taking Barbara Gorda's Barbara 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 Gordon's I just forgot um uh I just forgot what is her oracle, there we go. Her oracle moniker away from her as well. Why would you do that? There's no reason to do that. Just do Batgirl herself. I guess there's a Batgirl Year One comic that... I didn't read the comic, but I heard that it's about her... It's a different kind of origin story for her becoming Batgirl, where she actually fights her way into the Bat family. And they don't want her there, and she fights her way in. It's supposed to be an amazing story. Do that story. Just live action. Stop... Stop chopping up characters and other characters and put giving it to another character and doing it. That just makes it no sense. You, you're messing up your stories. You have stories. You have the blueprint to stories, and yet you keep changing them and not for the better. Marvel changes theirs sometimes for the worst. They have some bad ones. But they still understand the character enough to change it to an extent that you still can see that character. You're changing it to where you can't even tell who that character is. <clears throat> Wonder Woman 1984. But, come on. Why would you do that? But yeah, that's that's one of the plans or rumors they're planning to do. Uh, also, apparently, they have been... Um, Apparently, looking at other actors to play Cyborg. They're kind of casting Cyborg already um, for the Flash movie that they keep talking about they're going to make, which actually had multiple rewrites on, multiple different scripts, some with Cyborg in it, some without Cyborg in it. But it looks like they might be rewriting Cyborg out of this one as well if they can't find somebody. Um, And then this whole Earth 2, Earth 1 thing they're doing uh, it's uh, DC does great with Elseworld stories but at this point they've been getting lucky with their Elseworld stories with the Joker they got lucky um not nothing else they didn't really have another Elseworld story to think about it but it seems like they're trying to go that route and that route will work if you guys know your characters which you clearly don't you you're just doing unnecessary stuff i just hate to see them shoot themselves in the foot dc has amazing characters do them justice just do them justice oh wow um but yeah we'll see what happens with dc in the next year or two uh they have a lot of stuff supposed to be coming out um we will see how this wonder woman movie has affected the movies they have coming out. If that changes anything about them. Because they try to recorrect once they see something didn't work the way they thought it was. They try to recorrect everything else. They went too dark with Batman vs Superman. So they went really weird light with Justice League. They couldn't find a balance. So we'll see. Um, it's going to be real interesting. So that's it for the news we have this week. As always, guys, hit me up if there was something I missed, something you wanted me to talk about, get my opinion on, all that good stuff. I will put it in the next episode. Uh, just hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Twitter, or Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. All right, guys, it's time to get into this review for the new mutants. Yes, I finally watched the film uh, about a day ago. And I'm going to try to give you quick review without spoiling things first. And then I'll get into spoilers and talk all that 
So, quick synopsis. New Mutants is about new mutants dealing with their powers, uh, dealing with their emotions, dealing with society to an extent. And we kind of go with them in this journey. Uh, five different mutants. Cannonball. Magic. Uh, Mirage. Uh, Sunspot. And Wolfsbane. Those are the five mutants we deal with in this movie. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know those mutants per se. I know kind of Cannonball and a little bit of Spot, uh, Sunspot. I know Magic is uh, Colossus' sister to an extent. But I'm not deeply read on them. So their personalities... Vaguely, their powers are still a mystery to me, so I wasn't big on the New Mutants comics and stuff like that. So, just going off what I know on some of the cartoons I've seen them in. Uh, it was directed by a guy. <laughs> I should have wrote his name down, but I totally did write his name. He directed The Faults in Our Stars. I kind of remember that from hearing something. Uh, let me see if I can find his name right quick and try to be slick about it. But you know <laughs> how that goes. <laughs> I could never do it. Uh, Josh Bonin, he directed it. Um, they had a budget of 63. Now I'm looking at the weird stuff. So they had a budget of 63, but I know, we, we all know this movie got delayed multiple, multiple, multiple times. Apparently, uh, it change studios because disney bought fox um fox reshot the trailer uh i think they did reshoots i think i mean disney did reshoots fox did reshoots i believe too uh i did a live reaction to one of the trailers and i thought the movie looked really good it looked really interesting with the horror theme and all that um to be honest with you I didn't watch this movie for a long time because everybody said it was just terrible. That it was so badly shot together. You can see how it was so badly edited. And how many different uh, cooks are in the kitchen with it and all this stuff. And to be honest with you, when I watched it, I liked it. I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, I thought the characters were interesting. Uh, I thought the concept of them being in one spot, it's a superhero movie, but it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a character study necessarily, but it is a trapped in a place type of vibe. It, and it's not as horror as you would think it would be. Clearly they took out some of the horror aspects of it. Uh, they probably use it only in the trailer, so it doesn't go as deep into horror as you would like it to be for some people but i do i did like the concept of them trying something different doing something different with superheroes like that was really interesting um i know there was a superhero movie or show um it's not the boys i'm not thinking of that one but it was a movie where they did something totally different with superheroes that weren't wasn't expected and it really worked well they do that here, but it doesn't work as well. Um, it does feel old. Um, it feels like it came out way too late. Like if it wouldn't have got delayed so much when it did release, this probably would have did a lot better than they thought. Um, it's very, it's very Breakfast Club. If if that makes sense when you watch it. But it, it it's good. I liked it. I did. It's it's a very simple story, easy to follow. There's no real twists and turns in it. Everything is kind of telegraphed throughout it. You kind of know why they're doing stuff. They do explain stuff to you a lot more than they should. But they're going for the person that doesn't know mutants, doesn't know this world. So that's understandable. We all understand that with most movies, they do that. Some do it smarter than others. Some do it way worse than others. But yes, they do it. It it 
it for me it didn't take me out of it. I didn't really pay attention to it that much. It didn't bother me. I noticed it, but I kind of you know just let it happen and let it wash over me and moved on. Some people may not be able to take it out and it stops them from enjoying stuff. But for me, it wasn't that bad of an issue. Um, The ending is pretty good. It's a pretty good ending. It's, it's, uh, now that I think about it, they did do the whole, they didn't do the blue laser in the sky thing. They got around that in a different way, which works. Um... But I kind of knew what the ending was going to be. From the opening, you kind of can get the gist of where this story goes. But you're not there to see where it's going to end. You're you're there for the journey. Which I was intrigued by the journey of them getting there. Uh, So I'm trying to get around a lot of stuff without saying it. So let's just get into it. Let's get into spoilers. So if you... I've listened to so far. You haven't seen the movie. Go watch it. Come back and listen to the spoilers. So let's get into it. Let's just talk about the opening. The opening. Um, I instantly knew it was her. I instantly knew it was her powers. We're dealing with mutants. We know this is how it happens. I instantly knew her powers. I didn't know if it's true or not. If what the doctor said. She was a sole survivor of the whole village. I didn't know her power wiped out the whole village. That's amazing. Her incarnating the uh, bear demon, which is which is a really interesting way used as a fairy tale to keep your kid from being scared of the dark, ultimately becoming something so drastically dangerous is an amazing callback to that. Great. I wish they would have been went a little more in detail with that um put that up front i mean they did they did sprinkle it throughout the movie when they were like there's two sides everybody has two bear sides which is really interesting also that uh technically a native american was the star of the movie to an extent um get it she wasn't necessarily the star it was a lot of co-star nobody's really top billing but that's really a positive move forward, which I don't see many people have talked about that aspect of it, um, which is very interesting for Hollywood to do. And this was supposed to be a pretty, not a blockbuster, but a pretty big movie. And for them to do that, kudos to them. Uh, unfortunately, so many people got in the way of it, so it didn't come out when it's supposed to, so it could have been better. Uh, but I thought the opening was cool, seeing the explosion, and then bam, you're in the place. Also, that there wasn't a lot of other characters in this. Like, when you start thinking about it, it was like, there's only like six people in this. So you kept the budget low with uh, actors, per se. So I'm wondering where your money went, because I'm not going to lie, the special effects at times weren't the greatest, but they didn't pull me out. It was never like, oh, look at that. That looks horrible. Why are you doing that? That looks horrible. It was never that. I never got pulled out like that. Dude, I think they could have been better maybe here and there. But overall, I thought they were good. Um, I mean, you shot in one location. That helps you save so much money. Uh, you're not globe trotting around the world. Like, you don't need to globe trot around the world to make a blockbuster action movie. That's unnecessary. You need a good story. You need good characters. You need good action. You have some good stuff in this. Like when she finally gets to, we're going to call it EC, because I don't know what the name of the place was called that they went. And she starts meeting the other characters there, the other teenagers there. That's another thing you got to remember, they're teenagers too. So the way they're dealing with stuff, I think it hits perfectly. Because these are, these are teenagers. Teenagers are stupid. They... When dramatic stuff happens to them, traumatic stuff happens to them, stuff either in their control or out of control, they go inward. And then they deal with that by being more rambunctious and crazy. This is a fact. Uh, so I think they did that aspect of that. But her meeting everybody and everybody being either kind of a dick to her, because that's teenagers, you're new, who are you? And then add that on, we all have powers and what's your power why who did you 
kill to get here because a lot of them are dealing with people they killed like a lot of them are there because they killed somebody and they don't know how to control their power um which is another aspect to their characters which i think they did pretty good everybody's trying to get over the fact that they murdered someone either by accident or on purpose but they did except for magic she is there from childhood uh trauma uh don't know her whole story with the smiley face dudes but clearly they're bad people which made her be kind of corrupted and kind of hate people to an extent which kept people from a distance to her classic defensive mechanism keep people away insult them before they can hurt you makes sense perfectly um but uh dan danny is kind of your entry point into this world with everybody and they literally get lied to like hey you're here to control your mutant abilities because you we don't want you to be a danger to yourself and others and giving them this false idea that we're training you to be better when they're actually training them to either be killers or to eventually take their powers because we learn later in the movie that this whole facility is run by Essence Corp who is run by Sinister who is the one of the greatest X-Men villains in X-Men comics uh, which we were hoping to see at one point in these X-Men movies but we never got to which sucks but I think they did a really good really good thing with watching these teenagers deal with each other also with their demons themselves and then their powers the whole mystery thing that happens as Danny gets there and all these teenagers start seeing their worst nightmares come true instantly realize that was her doing that so that was it was I wouldn't say it's bad but it was weird the way they showed it to where like no one knows what's going on like come on they had to know what's going on one day everything's fine and all of a sudden I'm seeing my worst nightmares wait why is this new girl here clearly it must be her I hated that they did that they could have changed that a bit did something different with that um but yeah that was a terrible thing they did but other than that everything else was kind of good uh them actually the way they went into everybody's kind of backstory how they got there through their nightmares I kind of dug that I thought that was a really unique way to get into that you really cool way to show most of the characters backstories they did it for everybody in depth except for Wolfsbane and um, Sunspot they didn't really go too deep on theirs but they kind of gave you the gist of why they were there and then the love story between Danny and I think her name is uh, Rena there it, it it didn't feel shoehorned in uh it was really weird they were watching buffy but once i saw uh what's her name kissing her girlfriend on there i was like oh, okay i see where that's going so that was pretty much telegraph but it still was okay the way they did it it made sense it wasn't like hey we're forced to be together no they kind of actually dug each other like, I could believe that relationship happened. Liked it. Um, I, I, I did enjoy the movie. I don't know why they pushed it back so long, because it's not a bad movie. Nowhere near as bad as a lot of other movies. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. But it was really good. I did like it. I, I would watch it again. Like, I was actually interested in these characters and seeing what happens to them. And I want to see what continuously happened to them after this situation um let's talk about the big battle so of course danny's ability is to bring your worst nightmares to reality um they don't tell you how her power also any other way it can be used besides that um can she do positive things with it they don't ever say i don't know that character per se in her actual power set in the comic books i don't know if she can do that but then we realize that when she goes unconscious her own fears 
gets manifested as well, and that becomes a demon bear who eats the doctor. <laughs> oh, I forgot to talk about the doctor. So there's Dr. Reyes. She is the runner of the facility, which is, I get it, it's kind of weird that one lady's running everything, but she has voice control over everything, too. Um, she voice control the locks and stuff, and they're being monitored by a camera, which is, I'm assuming, Sinister is watching from, who gives her all instructions on what to do with the uh, kids. And they're pretty much watching them everywhere. There's a certain place they thought. So there's a scene where they went in the attic and they thought they couldn't be videotaped there, which videotaped there is happening. Um, but yeah, the doctor has is a mutant as well. She has the ability to create force fields. That's how they have them locked in here. So that's why I can understand them not needing... A whole bunch of people to be at the facility. But I think they should have had more people at the facility. And they could have stretched this movie out more. And gave a little more character development and depth. If they had other people who got hurt. Or manipulated by the kids. Or burned or killed by the kids too. With other mutants there. I think that would have been cool. But that would have bumped their budget up of course. But I think that would have been another way to go with that. Like I was saying, in battle, Doctor gets bitten. Uh, Wolfsbane's powers are really cool. She could turn to like a half wolf, so she's kind of still human. Or she could go full wolf, cool. And she can use her powers like kind of like Wolverine. She can morph her ear and hear, or she can use a smell. She has night vision. Really cool power set. Like at first, I was like, oh, you could just turn into a wolf. But she can do a lot of stuff. It's really cool. Uh, But. She scratches the doctor because she feel, realizes the doctor's trying to put Danny, trying to kill Danny. So Danny's kind of in a sleep state, so her fear manifests. They have to fight this demon bear. That's when magic goes bonkers. She goes crazy. So she can teleport. She has a magical sword. She has that little purple dragon. Really cool power set. Really visually cool to see. Um, and she's a beast. She knows what she's doing. She took out those smiley face guys. No problem. That was really cool. Uh, and then you get Cannonball finally getting to use his powers. And then Sunspot dealing with his issues of his powers and how it killed his girlfriend and moving past that and actually using it and, you know, manning up and helping save each other. And then them coming together. Somewhat as a little tight knit family taking care of each other, it works. I liked it a lot. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Honestly, I thought it was going to be so bad. We we're going to just bash this, but it's actually a really good movie. Yes, it's not a perfect movie, of course not. Um, is it elements that have already been used? Some elements have been used before, but some of them not used for superheroes, which I liked. So. Definitely worth a watch. I definitely, if you're a huge X Men fan, maybe not. Like, I think they changed some of their character personalities, but I think they were pretty much not spot on, but pretty close. Um, I don't know if Wolf Bane is lesbian. I'm not sure about that, but maybe that's true. I didn't, I didn't, I haven't read about her, so I don't know. But definitely worth a watch. I definitely say check it out. Should you rent it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I think it's like five bucks. Rent it. We're in a pandemic. You're not doing anything. But if you don't have five bucks, you can find it somewhere else. But definitely worth watching. I definitely think you should check it out. Um, definitely don't think about what everybody else is saying. That it's not worth watching. It's worth watching. I thought it was really good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. But that's my review of the new mutants. Unfortunately, we won't see these people are these mutants Anytime soon, since now Disney has control of Fox, they're going to reboot all this stuff and bring them into the MCU properly. And we'll see different versions of these mutants down the road. So this story won't continue, unfortunately, even though it was really good. I really did like it. Uh, But that's the podcast for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. As always... Appreciate you checking us out. You can go ahead and hit the five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening because this is the best podcast. Uh, 2021, we're trying to do more stuff, so put out more content. Trying to do two pieces of content a week. Hopefully, we can do that uh, podcast and possibly a review. But also, you can check out our 
uh, check us out on Twitter, um, Blackie Cool on Instagram at Blackie Cool. I encourage you to email us at Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. If you would like to financially support us here at Blackie Cool, you can check us out on Cash App at Dollar Sign Black Blackie Cool. Or you can check out our Patreon at Blackie Cool. I feel like I'm saying Blackie Cool a lot. <laughs> we also have t-shirts on Teespring slash Blackie Cool. So go check that out. <laughs> if you get a t-shirt up, if you get a t-shirt, uh, tag us on Instagram or Twitter. Love to see it. But thanks for listening, guys. Greatly appreciate it. And I'll see you guys in the next one.